Hello, hello. Welcome to Bad Luna Beauty uh, podcast episode number two. Tonight we are going to talk about the moon and all things moon. And I have my golden ratio protein shake, which I want to be honest that I've done nothing to earn this protein shake today. Like absolutely nothing except... Well, you know, that's not true. I take care of two kids too and that's a huge workout and I'm constantly on my feet cleaning and caretaking and momming and all that. So that might not be true. But um, it's a new moon tonight, which is amazing. If you have had your ass handed to you the last couple of weeks with the planets and everything going on, then I totally feel you. Um... In my last podcast episode, I had said, you know, I'm not going to make it that big a deal and Mercury retrograde is not that big a deal. And normally for me, it isn't. It really isn't. Um, I started a business two years ago right before uh, Mercury retrograde. And actually, the moment Mercury went retrograde, my business took off. So in my mind, it was kind of like, you know, not that big a deal. And, um, it really, like, as soon as I said that, I kind of felt like, oh my God, you're going to regret that so much. And man, I freaking, I can't even tell you it's, it was so bad. So I did my podcast on the Saturday and the following day was the Sunday it was the super moon and Mercury retrograde began. My day started with my phone completely not working. Like it would turn on, I could look at it, I could maybe open one app and then it would stick. And so it became completely unusable. And it was super frustrating because I was in a total um, workflow. You know, I had like a flow going on. I was kind of plugging away. And I do so much for my phone and it was so frustrating and and it felt really, really yucky. And I just kind of rolled with it for a couple of days. And then, um, you know, I kind of given up on my phone and I was like, well, you know, I'll just use my computer. Well, my son has shown my daughter these YouTube videos of toys and things. So now she's really into that. And We have two laptops and one um, desktop computer. But she's really into my laptop because it's purple. And so she was on it and I didn't really want to fight with her for it and all of that stuff. But I got the other computer and I was like, okay, you know, now I'm going to work. Even though I can kind of feel like it was not the time. And I'm the kind of person who will really resist if I get in work mode then I'm a like driver home person where I will just literally run myself into the ground. And I was already sick. I had strep throat. I had just run myself down. And I also do booty yoga three days on, one day off. You know, so that's six days a week. And I'm very um, committed. So when I'm doing something, I'm very committed. And it's not just that I'm committed because it's a workout. I'm committed also because it's kind of like my soul medicine, like, I am such an intense person and I absorb so much energy. I'm so sensitive that I need some way to process that. And 
I used to do weightlifting and workouts and all of that stuff and it helped but nothing has ever helped me the way booty yoga has and there's so many more healing aspects to it and so much um flow that comes with it that that you don't get with other workouts because it's so rigid and um booty yoga is just so freeing but yet so hard it's so hard and I love that I love any kind of challenge so every time I think I'm getting somewhere you know all of a sudden there's this new like thing I can't do like this burpee of death that I cannot do and I love that I love to be constantly like challenged and growing so yeah so anyway I kind of went off track there for a minute but I had run myself into the ground and I got on my computer to use that you know and um all of a sudden like I saw this really cool mantra that I was really into and I love mantras and I know a lot about mantras actually and I was listening to it and it was for your throat chakra and to help clear your karma which your throat chakra holds all of your karma and I was like wow that's really amazing and so as soon as I looked at that listened to it for a minute and then I was like okay I'm going right back to work and all of a sudden the computer just started opening pages you know and it was like turning red like just this rage or something like red and it was like this male's voice started talking and it was like your computer has a virus call so and so and I just felt like are you serious like this is total bullshit like planetary attack like my phone doesn't work now there's some psycho in my computer like what is it and I finally realized the only way that I was going to make it was if I just surrendered like surrendered completely lose on purpose and it was like being forced into surrender into getting out of work mode because I have like I'm not that flexible when once I have this one track mind and so I just shut that computer and I just laid down and I did a sun point on myself which is an energy uh, modality and worked on my throat chakra which was really cool because I've had a lot of stuff happen in my life and if I ever had trouble with a chakra it would be my throat and so many things came up and so it was it was like I really needed that but I wouldn't have I would have put that on the back burner in my life I would have kept busting my ass working on my tray working on you know getting it licensed out all these crazy things instead of stopping and surrendering and really going inward and taking care of myself and so it was definitely um a gift in disguise you know the planets are like not evil and even if you don't believe in planets you don't believe in astrology it doesn't matter whether you believe or not because you're affected by the planets we all are um everything is so better to become aware of it now then just be like, oh, I don't believe that because you're still going to have your ass handed to you. You're still going to be affected by it. And so what happened next? Okay, so then um, I 
was one day over the strep throat and I was like, you know, like, oh my God, I feel better finally. And I hadn't really been able to eat. So I was just really drinking lots of herbal tea, lots of essential oil. And in a way it was kind of great because it was like I was getting a full detox without forcing myself to detox. So there was another gift in that. And the next day, like I was good for one day. And then my son comes home sick and he's better within like a day but I mean he was like throwing up you know crapping his pants all of that horrifying things you don't want to deal with and the next day everything was fine and I was kind of thinking like okay you know it's time to get back into my booty and get my butt back to work well I was kind of hanging out everyone was in bed I go to get in bed my husband jumps up runs to the kitchen and starts power barfing in the sink and I kind of run out of the room because he's very masculine and so his barfing is very masculine <laughs> you know it's like kind of scared me so I kind of like scattered and I just went to sleep because it was like you know I just can't I can't I just can't handle that like I I don't want to take care of sick people especially ones that big and I went to sleep <clears throat> well I woke up and guess who was sick guess who was throwing up and and all of those great things me so it was like okay that that day we laid around on the couch I slept I had the chills it was horrifying my nine-year-old took care of everyone thank God thank God for him because I don't know how my husband and I would have made it we have a three-year-old who somehow didn't get sick um and some things happened with my business as well like um you know I realized that we couldn't really continue the way we were going. And it, it wasn't necessarily a bad thing because the goal was to build the tray, get the tray out there, get enough feedback, see how it works, let it change and grow just like your child would change and grow, and then take it from there. But we definitely didn't profit in any way, shape, or form. And my husband was working, coming home, building them until one or two in the morning, getting up at 5.30 or 6 and working again all day. And it was just not working, you know, not that way. And so I was grateful to hit that phase where it's like, okay, great. What is the next phase? And um, that break kind of made me realize that it was time to take my foot off the gas and go to the next phase, which is exciting. So the next phase is... um, I'm trying to think like how much do I want to share the next phase involves a team which I'm pretty excited about and for me it has to be very intuitively led it has to be like a soul connection everyone on my team there has to be like this strong soul connection because I've made decisions before and I kind of felt the soul connection but kind of isn't enough and I'm really excited about that because you know, it would be good for me to have some older male professionals on my team, especially as far as like a lawyer and things like that. And the plan is like I have um, a special folder and presentation that I'm putting together, but the plan is to get the tray with the right company, the right brand and the right manufacturer who can make it and probably make it better than we did, you know, because 
neither of us had ever manufactured anything and I think despite that we did an amazing job and I think despite that my husband was able to build something amazing um but that's the plan and I'm really excited because I have companies in mind I have a vision in mind and you know it's gonna take a lot but I'm willing to do it I'm willing to do I guess I'm just not afraid of whatever it takes and so I am gonna have a mentor who is a lawyer which is which is really cool um and I need that because I don't know that much about law and that's where I could do all of my business and not be worried at all but when it comes down to the legalities like somebody really has to know what's going on and that's where I have to have that kind of support um yeah so that was my my whole couple of weeks um let's see moving forward I don't know I'm just so excited there's gonna be so many things and I'm I'm realizing that you know I already mentor women I already do that I've already had businesses where I coached women and that they were successful and and it's just exciting to move that back into the beauty industry and really bring it's like a full circle I guess that's the only way I know how to explain it a very full circle thing for me like in beauty school if you would have told me like all of these things you're doing um all of this learning you're doing all of this hard work you're doing and the spiritual things plus the beauty things they're going to come full circle for you um I would have thought you were crazy but now it's like you know my whole life makes sense and if you've ever felt that feeling and you're moving forward then then you know like you don't have anything to worry about I guess for me like I've been at the parts of my career where it was very frustrating where I was trying to figure out what am I doing how am I going to do this what is my brand I've probably built like 10 websites and tore them apart um, and it's just kind of tricky, but once you get past that point where you're full circle and you realize like, this is who I am and this is what I bring to the world and this is what I'm going to do, it's a whole nother feeling. And I hear a lot of women talking about like competition. And for me, I don't really believe in competition. I don't believe there is competition. At least in my mind, there's no competition because nobody is you nobody can be you and I know that about myself like no one is me no one no one can be me they might say the same thing I say but it's it's not the same and just like if I say something that is someone else's or or we say the same thing it doesn't matter you know it just doesn't and so a lot of people don't do things because they're worried about competition or you know women are preoccupied with competition and I think it's really, really, like, I don't ever want a woman in my inner circle that is preoccupied with competition because there is no competition. And I choose to surround myself with women and individuals who understand that, who are, you know, can hold court with me, who understand the same things that I do spiritually and emotionally and physically, mentally. So I'm going to take a drink and then we're going to talk about the moon So the moon rules your emotional body, your mind, 
your mother, your relationship with your mother, your hormones, and for any of you like, oh, whatever, this is hippie, hippie, dippy shit, this is real things. And the lack of awareness in our society as women of ourselves is a seriously epic downfall. And that is why um, we have been able to be so controlled in this world, in this country. It is impeccably, if that's a word, important to know and understand these things. If I was ever going to teach my daughter something that I wanted to make sure she knew and drove home, it would be to understand her connection with the moon, with her cycle, and her intuition. Those would be the most important things that I wanted her to know. Some of them. Up in the top of them. So how does the moon affect your cycle? Your your lunar cycle? Or I guess, how does your lunar cycle affect your life? Like seriously, how many women actually work with their cycle and are aware of it? Or do they actually like work against it? I am fully aware of mine. So the last few days I have been pre, pre-bleed, pre-PMS, whatever you want to call it. Um, and that is the lowest energy time for me. It's like four days before you actually bleed. And I look like a schlep. I swell like a freaking marshmallow. Um, you know, like it's just not a good time for me. I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to talk to anyone. I could probably say something wildly inappropriate. I just don't. I have no energy, no time. And really like my creative energy is that it's all time low. In business, that means it's not a good time to do anything important. It's not a good time to do important meetings or have important photos or anything of that sort. That's what that means. That's the time to stop working, get aside and just rest and regroup and take a salt bath and really just refuel because you're getting ready to bleed. Now, right before you get ready to bleed, you'll have a surge of energy. So it's probably like, let's say maybe 24 hours before. You'll have a surge of energy. And although physically your energy will feel low, you'll have a creative energetic spike. And in that, all of a sudden, you'll have this like massive flow of inspiration and this almost staticky um, energy where you just want to to do things it's almost like this energy of its own that comes and that's when the best creative energy comes or at least for me personally that's when the best creative energy comes and so probably for the next two weeks I'll work my butt off on my business and I'll literally like you know that's just kind of how it works so there's a little bit about the cycle about the moon cycle probably not like such an in-depth well thought out thing but whatever um let's see the moon i totally honor the moon the moon is one of my best planets um it has a lot to do with my dharma in this life um i'm a very intuitive sensitive super sensitive person um 
I am afflicted, like my moon's afflicted. I don't want to get too hard in astrology because I don't want to lose people. But either way, my moon is a great planet for me. And I had my Jodish done a long time ago, which is Eastern astrology. And um, yeah, yeah, it's just like good stuff. So I have a lot of white around me. Um, You can strengthen the moon in your life by having white wearing white um white candles white flowers you could even do a chant to the moon which is like om chandra daye namaha um to strengthen your moon 108 times get a mala which is a sacred object um and you actually activate it like so many women on ants like instagram wear malas um or sell them or whatever but it's so much more than just like a piece of jewelry. It's actually a sacred object that you activate and there's a specific way you hold it and there's a specific way to activate it. And so, which I know because I've actually been chanting for a very long time. Um, the first time I started chanting was, let's see, how old is my son? Six years ago. And my son was very sick and I... My teacher, who's been my teacher for a very long time, wanted me to come to a planetary yagya in Fairfield, which lasts two days. It has a pundit, which is from India, who's a, a priest. Um, and they have all these stations set up for the planets and deities. And they do two days of ceremony. Hopefully I'm explaining it right. I wouldn't want to do like a disservice, but... Either way, there was no way I was going to do that for two days. So I went to the last day where you go and they look at your chart and the pundit says whatever planet that you um, can strengthen. I hope that's the way I understood it right. That's the way I, at least I understood it, was that it's going to be a positive thing. And um, then you go to that station with the mala and you're given the mantra to that planet and you chant 108 times and then depending on the planet um you would go home for however many months and on that day you would do your chant so mine was the moon and k2 and it took me three months to figure out this about k2 k2 is the planet of enlightenment but it is the planet of enlightenment through suffering so I went home and I chanted to the moon on Mondays and K2 on Saturdays and it really was like <laughs> enlightenment through suffering. It was a lot of suffering. It took me like three months to kind of figure out like what is going on and you know because I just very like blindly trust um, my teacher and now I still do but now I might research things a little bit more rather than just being like okay you know this is going to be great things are going to get better well no maybe things have to get really bad before they get better or maybe you need to clean your karma clock or something but that's just a little bit about chanting and my personal experience with that and the moon I do still chant on Monday sometimes I do wear white or I have some sort of moon object on me whether it's a pearl or a white mala or a white shirt whatever whatever I can remember to get I also make a point to strengthen my kids moons because they both have positive moons which represent their mother 
and their emotional life. Um, so a mother has like the biggest influence over her children's emotional life for their entire life, the entire life of a child. I don't care if they're 70 and their mom is 90, still has this profound emotional impact that a child carries out forever. So I make a point to be as strongly positive in my children's emotional life as I can, as present as I can, as even killed as I can, which is not, you know, all the time. But um, like my son has a altar with his guru and selenite for the moon, which is a stone and a white mala. And he listens to a chant that removes karma from the throat and he does the mala. He can't say the chants, but he listens and counts the beads. And it's only created a positive impact in our life. Um, let's see, what are some other ways you can honor the moon? I feel like my, my brain is drawing a blank and you're not supposed to do that on podcast, but I don't really like someone had said like you got to write it out you got to have a script you got to have that I tried that and for me my mind works so fast that I cannot read a sentence and like if I'm reading a sentence my mind is already like 30 steps ahead and that's just the way my mind works and so Plus, it doesn't really feel like a flow. Like, I just want to flow through. And I don't want to control everything. And I don't want everything to be perfect. Because perfection is the killer of dreams. I just want to be honest and be open and be myself in my complete authentic truth. And whether someone likes that or not, or someone's like, oh my god, you know, what did she just say? Or... Or whatever like I don't care I'm just doing me and um, that's all that matters to me really is that I'm living fully in every moment the way that I want to and I experience life the way that I want to because really when are you ever gonna do this life again like never ever like I was telling my husband one night that I just want to make the best of everything I have of every relationship I have because we'll never get to do this again you know there'll never be another him and I like yeah you'll come back you know you'll be but you won't be the same person you'll never have the same family again they'll be different it'll be a different form and so in realizing that very deeply I just try to make the most of every moment and every feeling and every circumstance I have in my life so being Casey right now I'm going to do that to the fullest of my ability being Leona's mom fullest of my ability like I may never get another Leona or Drake or you know whatever a Lux tray or a podcast or all these amazing women that I've been connected to that can never happen again you know it's just this life so I'm going to do it the way I want and as as much as I want and how I want you know it's it's like it um an interesting conversation I was having the other night um goes kind of along with my theory and the upcoming podcast which is episode three and I'm thinking 
the best time for that is right before New Year's 2018, which I don't know about you, but 2017 is a wrap for me. It's like it's done. Goodbye, 2017. It's been real. It has been fun and it's been great, but I'm like done. I'm proud of everything I accomplished. I feel amazing, but I'm ready for 2018 because I'm even hungrier and I'm even more driven and I'm even stronger. And I don't know about everyone else, but I start planning now. I mean, like I'm ready now to plan. I'm ready to master my now. I'm ready to like set goals now. Um, so it's going to be right before that, but it kind of falls along the lines of the fact that I believe hairstylist and any, absolutely any beauty industry provider is actually an energy healer, is actually a light worker. And it's a pretty in-depth perspective, but I have that perspective because I am a hairstylist. I am a makeup artist. I am a business owner, but I'm also an energy worker. I actually have a modality that I was trained in. And in understanding that, I understand that it is exactly the same thing. And I want to bring that awareness to the industry because so many people, so many providers are struggling because either one, they're taking on all of this energy, which most energy workers do, especially, you know, I don't know any stylist who's not super sensitive. Like I really freaking don't. And so they're taking on all this energy and they don't know how to deal with it or how to protect themselves or how to not do that. Um, they don't have a great inner personal spiritual life. They don't have that, that inner work that I was talking about where the planets were like, that's enough. It's time for you to stop and, and heal and like be in your healing space for a minute and stop working for a minute. A lot of stylists don't have that or they don't understand that or they don't know where to go. They're just so busy working and working and, you know, obviously as a stylist, you want to know what's going on and what the trends are and, and constantly, you know, honing in on your skill. But I think to have that deep deep spiritual understanding of yourself and what you're doing bigger than just your skill bigger than just what you're seeing could be one of the most powerful things to happen to the industry and I'm sure other people know it and I'm sure they're talking about it I haven't seen any that's great if they are because there's more stylists than anything and you know, there could never be enough people sharing this information or bringing it to life. So that is episode three, and I'm really excited about it. I am working on getting some interviews and finding some brands like that I really like. I really want to find some really amazing um, like beauty industry brands that were started by women that are not just blown up already that are just kind of like you know renegade trying to make it happen kind of women because I feel like women who've already blown up I'm not interested in them I'm so interested in the women who are in the trenches and trying to make it happen so I will leave you with this because I'm going to take a bath and eat truffles <laughs> and 
all of that. <clears throat> Let's see. What will I leave you with? I'm not really sure what to leave you with. Um, well, I could leave you with this. The worst is over, planetary-wise. Saturn is going into Capricorn. I'm not even going to go into Saturn, actually. <laughs> but the worst is over. But the next three years, it is time to really get grounded and really get into your work because whatever you do over the next three years is going to be like a legacy for your life so i will leave you with that as always if you have any questions or you need support or whatever just reach out to me i'm here and willing and able to help and i hope you have a great christmas holiday I hope everyone has a great, I hope I have a great Christmas holiday. Um, but be well and big love.